Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money of M89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danka and Ryan Huang. It's time now for Why It Matters. I'm sure you've heard the name Warren Buffett, uh, the man behind Berkshire Hathaway, managing an equity portfolio worth more than $300 billion as at the end of the second quarter of this year, 2022. Now, Buffett's a legendary value investor whose stock picks, mostly stable, cash-flowing businesses, have averaged an annual return of more than 20% for around five decades. Now, when you look at the soaring inflation picture, the rising interest rates prompting an exodus from growth towards value in 2022, the investing prowess of Buffett has come under increased spotlight in the media. And of course, there's a special interest around his recent moves at the marketplace. Some of the top stocks in the investment portfolio of Berkshire Hathaway include Apple Inc., Bank of America Corporation, and American Express Company as well. Between March and June 2022, the value value of the equity portfolio decreased by around $63 billion. But in this time as well, Buffett made new purchases in no stocks sold out of two, reduced holdings in four, and made additional purchases in nine stocks. Today, we're going to dive deeper into understanding Warren Buffett's investment approach. Can it work for everyone? And helping me out this morning is Christopher Ballard, who is Managing Director, Czech Capital Management. Good morning, Christopher. Good morning. Uh, good afternoon for you, because uh, you're calling us from the United <laughs> States. Which part of the U.S. are you in right now? We're in California. Southern oh, California, lovely. to be specific. Yeah. How's the weather there? Weather's perfect, actually. It's been a little hot. We've had a heat wave, but it's doing pretty well in December. But it's still, the water's still warm. People still heading to the beach every day, for sure. Very nice. This is great for my imagination this time of the morning. Love California. <laughs> uh, but of course, we're going to talk about check capital management. Uh, you guys, investment manager for individuals looking to protect and grow assets. Tell us a little bit more about the company, the history, and the business model. Sure. Yeah, so we've been around for 35 years. Uh, we were founded by Stephen Check, which is why we're called Check Capital Management. Um, he's actually an electrical engineer by trade. He used to work at Hughes Aircraft in the late 80s. Always had a passion for investing and uh, spawned his own investment uh, business in, when he was 26 years old. So that's about 36 years ago at this point in time. Um, and he ended up coming across the likes of great investors like Peter Lynch, uh, Benjamin Graham, and Warren Buffett, and uh, really found himself attracted mostly to Warren Buffett's style of investing in general, and that's kind of where we've been the entire time we've been investing. So what we do is we typically invest in roughly 15 to 20 individual stocks at any given point in time, um, but we also invest individuals' wealth, and so we like to be diversified, and we have a two-bucket approach to diversification that includes individual issue bonds as well and cash. And then on top of all that, um, so in essence, we have individual equities and individual bonds, but sometimes we'll also use option contracts to either write covered calls to make those equities more conservative, uh, or we'll leverage the option and use debit spreads and get more aggressive. Mm. So that's basically it. And then we also, you know, we have a different sort of a fee structure where most of our Competitors have a standard asset-based fee model, uh, which we do also offer. Um, but we have a profit-based fee model, which is tied to our performance, uh, where we end up making money when clients are making money. Um, and so we're more closely tied to our performance over time. 
Yeah, I was going to bring that up next, uh, the performance-based uh, fee structure. So the pressure's on everyone to get the decisions right then. Absolutely, yes. Why did CCM decide to go with this uh, unique offering? With the, with the fee structure you're talking about? Yes. So, you know, Warren Buffett actually himself had, was in our business, managing other people's money, and he had a, an offering that was performance-based. It was more in favor of his clients than even ours are, but he ended up really being the champion of that, where he wouldn't even get paid until he is making clients at mm. least what, let's say, treasuries were making. Mm. And then he would get 25% of anything above that level. So let's say 25% over 6% rate of return would, would go to Warren Buffett, where we don't, we have a 0% floor, but we have a 10% profit-based fee model. But that's where it kind of comes from. We're really well aligned with that line of thinking. We think it's a fair and right thing to do uh, for our clients, uh, and it keeps our incentives on the right side of things. And then about as long as you're keeping, in our opinion anyway, this long-term investor mindset, you're going to be well aligned. Uh, we don't think this actually works very well for folks that are just trying to trade all day, every day. We think you're going to get bit and hurt in the short run yeah. using a performance-based fee model. So anyway, it's just really we think it's the right thing to offer. And again, we do offer um, both style of fees to our clients. Mm. Christopher, you mentioned Warren Buffett, and I know a lot of people look at this guy, uh, Oracle of Omaha is his nickname, and they try to learn from him. Could you yeah. explain his investment strategy? Help us understand it. No, boy. Well, <laughs> it's, it's sort of an evolution that happened over time. You know, cause he, he started off as a youngster as well and traded probably like any other young investor does or a new investor does. And he became more aligned with what is the traditional style of value investing when he went to Columbia University and learned from Benjamin Graham, who was teaching there. And Buffett was probably like best student ever and eventually went to work in Benjamin Graham's office with him and learned even more from that. But it's all kind of spawned from that, which is back then, value investing was about trying to get a hold of investments that were very undervalued and they're much relatively available at that point in time, and then just sell them when they get to be overvalued. So in essence, buying and selling, but maybe on a slower scale than you know, day trading or something like that. But over time, it has evolved. He came across Charlie Munger, of course, mm. um, his, I would say his best friend and partner of 55 years at Berkshire, that is, even though he's known him longer. And Munger had more of a perspective of trying to find great businesses and it's hitching your wagon to those businesses and never letting go. Mm. And so in this day and age, you'll hear quotes from Buffett about his you know, favorite investment time frame is forever, mm-hmm. um, even though that isn't always the case. Um, not all businesses are created equal, and sometimes the investment thesis changes over time and you exit your position or partnership with those companies. So it, it's morphed over time. But, but overall, it's about business ownership and having a business owner's mindset to investing um, rather than a trader's and a gambler's mindset to invest. Mm. And, you know, with that and expanding on that, your thoughts on his strategies, especially during a, a volatile period, a transformative period in that sense that we've gone through, um, what we're seeing in the markets right now. I mean, he is still buying. What are your thoughts on it? It's great. We love that he's buying. Um, we, we would agree with him that, that there's a lot of deals out there. There's many businesses that are quite undervalued right now, and you can – always point to many negative things going on around the world. Mm. And there are, there, you can be scared about all kinds of things if you want to focus on those. But if you're looking long-term um, and you're looking even at, at a business like Berkshire Hathaway itself, 
um, it's trading for a steep discount to where it should be, in our opinion. Uh, right now, as of Friday's close, it's trading for like 1.25 times book value. Uh, and at that price, he's buying back his own stocks. Talking about buying stocks, you're talking about probably the shares he's buying in the open market. But he's also buying back shares of Berkshire Hathaway. Yeah. And at this level over the past few years, he's been doing just that. So, yeah, we think that Berkshire should be valued quite a bit higher than it is right now and buying the shares at this point in time, regardless of what might happen in the next three to six months, that is the right thing to do if you have the cash available. Christopher, let's uh, talk about the two-bucket approach. Firstly, could you help us understand it? How straightforward does it look? Yeah, it is pretty straightforward. So, you know, um, most asset managers are looking to, you know, diversify you with a pie chart. So they want you in all asset classes, whether it's large cap, small cap, international, and then make sure you have exposure to all the different sectors and maybe overweighting and underweighting those sectors and asset classes with tactical allocation or something like that. And then, and then using bonds uh, as well, where they'll sometimes, you know, look at a client and say, well, what's your risk tolerance on a scale of one to 10 and what's your age? And then therefore here's where you should fall under this big pie chart. And instead for us, what we think is you should tie directly to an individual's circumstance. So we basically think that if somebody doesn't need money out of their portfolio to live off of, net of, let's say, pensions, social security here in America, um, and any other real estate income they might have coming to them, um, whatever they need out of the portfolio to live off of, we think you should have five years worth of that or so set aside in cash and bonds. And the rest of it can be committed. And in our opinion, that commitment uh, can be in these individual equities with a business ownership mindset rather than a you know, big pie chart and exposure to everything. And then what we look to do is, you know, at least once a year, we'll look to rebalance that and make sure we always have five years worth of safe assets. Okay. But in a time like this, when stocks are down, you don't have to sell out of the stocks that are down because we now we still have four and a half years worth of whatever you're looking to live off of set aside in something safe. So that is your committed money has four and a half years still to get back to an all-time high. And then once we get near that, we will look to replenish that safe bucket of money all the way back to being five years full yet again. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of usually why I trust an expert to do that sort of thing for me. <laughs> I mean, Christopher, how do I decide whether this is a good fit for me or not? Yeah, the, the question would end up being about once we would take the conversation from here about the style of investments that we're getting into, we would talk about, you know, let's say the Berkshire Hathaways of the world. Mm. And if you're more inclined to get in something that's uh, newer and more IPO oriented or you're a trader, you'd get a fit for whether or not, you know, we might make sense for you. But so a part of it is an alignment of um, an investment philosophy and approach that you feel akin to. And then outside of that, you end up kind of unpacking more about your personal situation so that we could describe to you in more detail about how the two bucket approach would work for you Mm -hmm. um, versus maybe somebody else. So it's more a matter of a conversation that takes place over time and also whether or not, again, it just sort of makes sense for you and what we're saying. Because some clients are, are attracted to you know, mutual funds and ETFs, and they just feel like that's the right thing to do, where roughly 90% of our competitors, that's, that's what they're talking about, is having a manager of managers, um, that is mutual funds or um, separate account management. Well, we're talking about a, a classical way of investing. And for a lot of clients out there, they really are drawn towards this classical individual equity 
style of investing. Uh-huh. That's us. That's, that's who we are. Okay. Uh, Christopher, just as a wrap-up, I want to talk about your outlook on upcoming investment trends, uh, especially in the near future. And on that note, where does cryptocurrency factor into this? <laughs> the cryptocurrency, is that what the last part of that was? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for us, it doesn't factor in at all. Uh, we're, we're not interested in it. Um, you know, it doesn't. It very well could play a role in the long run. We just mm. don't know what that's going to look like and what crypto is going to be the right crypto to be in. We'd rather avoid the thing altogether. Um, so it doesn't play a role for us at all. We wouldn't hedge just for the sake of it even, okay. um, and just to go along with the crowd and feel like we're being left out. As far as trends in the future, you know, we like kind of staying tried and true and to what works. And, you know, getting a hold of these businesses when they are working and when that, you know, potential for success is very high as the years go on, um, rather than try to find the next best thing. But we also want to keep an eye on all things that are developing throughout the world and internally. You could talk about something like Amazon that even 15 years ago, it seemed like something that they, their business model was yeah. one that wasn't going to work. But they were the first ones through the wall. They made it work. And so it's wise to keep an eye on, okay, where are they going to chip into uh, the type of businesses that we're interested in and what other new models similar to Amazon's are coming out and keeping an eye on those and maybe being interested in those at some point in time. Wow. Well, thank you so much uh, for sharing that with us. Christopher Ballard, who is the Managing Director, Czech Capital Management, on the line with me. Christopher, thank you for your time again. Take care. Have a great day. Thank you so much. You too. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.